Good morning. Today is the 19th of December, 2018. This is the Daily Office Morning Prayer Rite 2 from the Episcopal Book of Common Prayer. I'm Jaka. The usual disclaimer is that I'm just a regular person. I am in no way a religious subject matter expert, and I am very pleased to be here with you raising our voices together with the ongoing, never-ending, and timeless chorus of angels. And that is my dog rush clambering up the stairs that you hear in the background. Without any further ado, we begin in the Book of Common Prayer on page 75. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. Continuing with the confession of sin on page 79. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to set forth his praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation, and so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship him. Let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart, we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Our King and Savior now draws near. Come, let us adore him. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us and we are his. We are his, we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting and his faithfulness endures from age to age. Our King and Savior now draws near. Come, let us adore him. Our psalm this morning is Psalm 119. Verses 49 through 72. I revere your commandments, which I love, and I will meditate on your statutes. 
Remember your word to your servant, in which you have made me hope. This is my comfort in my distress, that your promise gives me life. The arrogant utterly deride me, but I do not turn away from your law. When I think of your ordinances from of old, I take comfort, O Lord. Hot indignation seizes me because of the wicked, those who forsake your law. Your statutes have been my songs wherever I make my home. I remember your name in the night, O Lord, and keep your law. This blessing has fallen to me, for I have kept your precepts. The Lord is my portion. I promise to keep your words. I implore your favor with all my heart. Be gracious to me according to your promise. When I think of your ways, I turn my feet to your decrees. I hurry and do not delay to keep your commandments. Though the cords of the wicked ensnare me, I do not forget your law. At midnight I rise to praise you because of your righteous ordinances. I am a companion of all who fear you, of those who keep your precepts. The earth, O Lord, is full of your steadfast love. Teach me your statutes. You have dealt well with your servant, O Lord, according to your word. Teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I believe in your commandments. Before I was humbled, I went astray, but now I keep your word. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. The arrogant smear me with lies, but with my whole heart, I keep your precepts. Their hearts are fat and gross, but I delight in your law. It is good for me that I was humbled, so that I might learn your statutes. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of gold and silver pieces. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 8 through 17. The Lord sent a word against Jacob, and it fell on Israel. And all the people knew it, Ephraim and the inhabitants of Samaria. But in pride and arrogance of heart they said, The bricks have fallen, but we will build with dressed stones. The sycamores have been cut down, but we will put cedars in their place. So the Lord raised adversaries against them and stirred up their enemies the Arameans on the east and the Philistines on the west, and they devoured Israel with open mouth. For all this his anger has not turned away. His hand is stretched out still. The people who did not turn to him, the people did not turn to him who struck them, or seek the Lord of hosts. So the Lord cut off from Israel head and tail, palm branch and reed in one day. Elders and dignitaries are the head, and prophets who teach lies are the tale. For those who led this people led them astray, and those who were led by them were left in confusion. That is why the Lord did not have pity on their young people, or compassion on their orphans and widows. For everyone was godless and an evildoer, and every mouth spoke folly. For all this his anger has not turned away, his hand is stretched out still. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
Canticle 11, let us say it together, beginning on page 87. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has dawned upon you. For behold, darkness covers the land, deep gloom enshrouds the peoples, but over you the Lord will rise, and his glory will appear upon you. Nations will stream to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawning. Your gates will always be open. By day or night, they will never be shut. They will call you the city of the Lord, the Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Violence will no more be heard in your land, ruin or destruction within your borders. You will call your walls salvation and all your portals praise. The sun will no more be your light by day. By night, you will not need the brightness of the moon. The Lord will be your everlasting light, and your God will be your glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Second Peter chapter 2, verses 1-10a. through 10a. But false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you who will secretly bring in destructive opinions. They will even deny the master who bought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Even so, many will follow their licentious ways, and because of these teachers, the way of truth will be maligned. And in their greed, they will exploit you with deceptive words. Their condemnation, pronounced against them long ago, has not been idle, and their destruction is not asleep. For if God did not spare the angels when they sinned, but cast them into hell and committed them to chains of deepest darkness to be kept until the judgment, and if he did not spare the ancient world, even though he saved Noah, a herald of righteousness, with seven others, when he brought a flood on a world of the ungodly, and if by turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah to ashes he condemned them to extinction and made them an example of what is coming to the ungodly, and if he rescued Lot, a righteous man greatly distressed by the licentiousness of the lawless, for that righteous man living among them day after day was tormented in his righteous soul by their lawless deeds, deeds that he saw and heard, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trial and to keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of judgment, especially those who indulge their flesh in depraved lust and who despise authority. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together Canticle 16, beginning on page 92. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. 
for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, and people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. We shall continue by standing and saying together the Apostles' Creed on page 96. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. We will use Suffragist Set B on page 98. Ordinarily, I would say the verse and you would say the response, but it feels a little odd to just have nothing there, so I usually say both. I mean, of course you're saying them, but I can't hear you, so that's my own limitation. Forgive me. So 98, suffragists at B. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them, now and always. 
Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Today is traditionally known as Ember Wednesday. It's the Wednesday of the week of the third Sunday of Advent. Um, we remember today Lillian Thra Trasher, and we will use for our, our collect one of those for the ministry or Ember days. So, and it's very basic, and I am not going to get very far into it here, um, partly because I don't have a whole depth of knowledge on the subject. Ember days are um, days when we have particular prayers for ministry, and I think it's important to note at this time that all of us as members of the church are also ministers. So traditionally, um, these are days in which we remember that. So this collect is found on page 256 and it is normally used for those to be ordained. But I think it is, um, I think it has wealth for all of us, so let's pray it for all of us as members of Christ's church. Almighty God, the giver of all good gifts, in your divine providence you have appointed various orders in your church. Give your grace, we humbly pray, to all who are now called to any office and ministry for your people. And so fill them with the truth of your doctrine and clothe them with holiness of life that they may faithfully serve before you to the glory of your great name and for the benefit of your holy church through Jesus Christ our Lord who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We continue on page 100, actually 101. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name, amen. For once, folks, I don't have a whole lot to say about the readings, except that I ask that we allow the Lord to prepare us as we prepare ourselves in this season of Advent. Um, this has not been as easy for me as I had hoped that it would be. It has been a season. Um, I was prepared for the, for the, um, I guess honestly for for the pain of having the wounds debrided as I've talked out be, talked about before but I wasn't I wasn't prepared for the guilt and the shame of feeling like I had regressed a little in my spiritual journey and and I know that the guilt and shame are not from the Lord because they are as a friend of mine would say useless emotions they don't further us to say it another way they don't further us towards the universal mission of Christ um, but rather detract from it. They bear bad fruit would be yet a third way to say it. So 
God, I ask for all of us that you remove that which is in the way of our coming together in this season of Advent and welcoming you and your arrival into our lives, both spiritually and historically. I ask that you remove from all of us guilt and shame and other useless emotions. Remove them far from us in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Let us prepare as the whole world has prepared for your coming from the beginning. As the apostles speak of the beautiful story, as we tell each other the Christmas story, let us prepare our hearts and minds with joyful expectancy, knowing that all of your work in us and through us is for your glory, Lord. In your holy name, all this I pray. Amen. Feel free to pause here and say your own personal prayers as well. Then we shall continue on with the general thanksgiving. Oh, before I do that, though, and maybe this is just perhaps because I have a little time because I haven't babbled on as usual, I would like to, I've read to you before from this book I have, Hearts on Fire, Praying with Jesuits, and it, it does kind of take you through the Ignatian spiritual exercises, or at least the prayers go along with them. They're also beautiful poetry. And so I would like to read to you from page seven, the first principle and foundation. The goal of our life is to live with God forever. God who loves us gave us life. Our own response of love allows God's life to flow into us without limit. All the things in this world are gifts of God presented to us so that we can know God more easily and make a return of love more readily. As a result, we appreciate and use all these gifts of God insofar as they help us develop as loving persons. But if any of these gifts become the center of our lives, they displace God and so hinder our growth toward our goal. In everyday life, then, we must hold ourselves in balance before all of these created gifts insofar as we have a choice and are not bound by some obligation. We should not fix our desires on health or sickness, wealth or poverty, wealth or poverty, success or failure, a long life or short one. For everything has the potential of calling forth in us a deeper response to our life in God. Our only desire and our one choice should be this. I want and I choose what better leads to God's deepening his life in me. Written by St. Ignatius of Loyola and paraphrased by David L. Fleming, Jesuit priest. And another short quote by Anthony DeMello, Behold God beholding you and smiling. Now, on to the general thanksgiving on page 101. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. 
Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear for our creator has made us holy, has always protected us and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.